welcome to Writing Wrongs here at Hudgel Solicitors, the easy guides to legal issues many people may have to deal with in their lives. I'm Keith Phillips and joining me is Samantha Darwin, a senior solicitor specialising in medical negligence claims. Welcome, Sam. Thank you, Keith. Sam, as part of your role supporting clients, you often ask hospitals, GPs and other healthcare providers questions about exactly what went wrong with their care and treatment. That's right, Keith. If a new case comes to me, what I will do is obtain a patient's medical records, any documentation that the patient has managed to gather themselves and take a view on what we think are the key areas that we need to investigate on behalf of that patient. And some anyone who isn't happy with their medical care, they're perfectly entitled to make a complaint. Oh, absolutely, Keith, yes. There is a entitlement within the NHS constitution that anybody who has received NHS care, whether it be from, for example, a member of staff in a hospital, a GP, a district nurse, there is a regulated process within the NHS for a patient to make a complaint about the care that they have received. And people can make complaints themselves. They don't need to seek legal advice. No, they certainly don't need to seek legal advice at that stage. The complaint system is designed not to be dealt with by lawyers. It is designed to be dealt with by patients or family members of patients who have received care that they are not happy with. So in what circumstances would someone want to make an official complaint about their NHS or private health services, uh, which they can do themselves? Many patients, unfortunately, are dissatisfied with aspects of the medical care that they have received. One of the difficulties within the medical system at the moment is it's under great time and finance resource pressures. Sometimes, given the constraints within the NHS, there is a limited amount of time available for staff to explain things fully to people. Sometimes people who are patients simply want answers and explanations. Sometimes people want specific aspects of their care looked at and all of those things you can query with the healthcare provider under the NHS complaint system. Well, we're here to talk people through the stages of making an official complaint themselves. First of all, Sam, we're going to look at patients' rights and the options for making an official complaint to the NHS or to a private healthcare provider. So if you're not happy, what should you do first? First of all, I would suggest that you contact the complaints manager or the chief executive of the organisation who provided the care that you are unhappy with. Under the terms of the NHS complaint system, you don't have to make that complaint in writing. You can make a verbal complaint. What I would say is that if you make the complaint verbally, you should be given a note of that complaint. And even if you aren't, make a note yourself of who you've contacted, who you spoke to, when you spoke to them and what you said, so that that can be used going forward if needs be. You can write a letter to the healthcare provider, you can send an email. But what I would say is that if you do choose to make a complaint, make sure 
that you've thought about what you would like the outcome of that complaint to be before you put pen to paper. And making a complaint is not just about making a complaint about hospital services, it's the whole variety of NHS services as well. Yeah, it can be NHS care that was even provided within a private hospital setting if that care was funded by the NHS. It can be care that you received in hospital. It can be care that you received in the community from a district nurse. It can be care provided by somebody who you saw in a GP surgery. Why is it important to make an official complaint if you feel let down by your medical care? Making an official complaint is the best way initially to try and get answers about any concerns that you've got. Because once you've made an official complaint, the hospital or the healthcare provider will look into the standard of care that you've received. They will try and give you the answers that they will need. I suppose the other advantage of making a complaint is that from a a wider perspective, it, it enables the healthcare provider to learn what their patients, who are their clients after all, are happy or unhappy with. And how long does somebody have to make an official complaint? There's a time limit, presumably. The general guideline is that you need to try and make a complaint within 12 months of being aware that you were concerned about issues with your care. There is a little bit of flexibility there, but as a general rule, I would say once you have significant concerns about the care you've received, make that complaint and start the ball rolling. And when you are making this official complaint, what details should you include? Right. If you choose to send an email or a letter or say whether you make the complaint verbally, it doesn't really matter. The same type of information needs to be included. Some of the information might seem very basic and obvious, but I think it's worthwhile going over. Make sure you've got your full name, date of birth, If you've had letters from the hospital that have got, for example, your NHS number on or your hospital number, include that. Make sure that you try and include the dates of the treatment that you are concerned about and a summary of the care that you've received and, again, the concerns that you have. And if you've given time to think about what the outcome you would like to be, maybe put that in as well. You know, I would just like an explanation as to why my operation took so long, or words to that effect, to just sort of guide the healthcare provider as to what you want them to investigate. So Sam, let's say someone has sent off that email, that written letter, should they definitely receive a response? And and when should they receive, receive that response? What should happen is that you should get a response or an acknowledgement to that letter within three working days. What should also happen is in that letter that you get initially, they should try and give you an idea about timescales as to how long it will take them to look at the issue you have raised. There is no set deadline for a full response from the healthcare provider, but what they should do is they should keep you up to date as to how their investigations are proceeding. Should someone who's made a complaint expect to be called into a meeting? That is possible, and sometimes they will offer to meet with you. If that happens, there is no obligation on you to do so, but it might be that you feel that that would be the best way forward for you. You can usually take somebody to support you during that meeting. 
but there is no obligation on you to attend. It is down to you and it's down to the individual. Who decides when the investigation or the response is complete? That's it. Well, what will happen is that once the investigations have been carried out by the healthcare provider, they will send you a letter setting out their response to the concerns that you have raised. And it is then for you to decide whether you are happy with the response that you have received from that healthcare provider. And if you're not happy with the response? Well, there's a number of different options. If you're unhappy with the written response that you've received, you could seek support from a different different organisations. There are various independent organisations, such as the Patient Advisory Liaison Service, that may be able to support you going back to the healthcare provider if that's what you wanted to do. If you want to take things to the next level, you could get in touch with the Health Service Ombudsman. That's an independent and free service that would look at the response that you've received and how the healthcare provider has dealt with your complaint. And they will then take a decision as to whether they will investigate further on your behalf. And if somebody does want to take it to the next level, is there a time frame for that as well? As far as the ombudsman is concerned, again, that's a general 12-month time limit. That obviously has a bit of an overlap with the 12-month time limit for the complaint system. So again, there is some flexibility with the 12-month limit from the ombudsman's point of view. Um, What you can also do is you can refer matters to the ombudsman if your healthcare provider has taken more than six months to get back in touch with you in relation to your complaint. So just timescales to be aware of there. But clearly... If you think you may need to go to the ombudsman, get on with dealing with the complaint quickly so that you don't potentially run out of time there. Well, Sam, if you've been through all the official complaints procedures and you still believe you've not been provided with an adequate explanation of what you believe is poor treatment, in what circumstances might you seek out legal advice? Legal advice is an option once you've been through those various steps. Making a decision to come to a solicitor is never easy, but if you've been through the complaint system, you should have a bit of an idea about whether there are genuine concerns with the care that you have received. What I would say to people is that of the complaint correspondence that I've seen, It is not unusual for the healthcare provider in a letter of response to offer an apology. They will very often say that they apologise that you feel you are unhappy with the care that you've received. They will say that they are sorry that you felt that you needed to raise a complaint. That apology is not to be taken, I would say, as an admission that the care that you have received has been substandard. An apology is not the same as an acknowledgement that you've had a poor standard of care. But equally, I have seen complaint responses where the healthcare provider has acknowledged that the care was not of an appropriate standard. And in those circumstances, I would say it's an entirely appropriate option to consider legal advice. If someone has received an admission 
that their care was below standard. How would legal advice help there? What I would say in those circumstances is that it's this this sort of two-way system. The complaint information will help you to start through the legal process because within that complaint documentation, there may well be admissions, there may be acknowledgements that the care you received was inadequate. So that information is useful for you if you are seeking legal advice. The legal advice is then useful to you to take a potential claim forward. And what lawyers can do is to assess the information that you've got, review your medical records if needs be, get an independent medical report if needs be, and then advise you whether the care that you have received was of such poor standard that we think you are likely to be able to take a claim for compensation forward. Thanks very much, Sam. Sam Darwin, who specialises in supporting clients in medical negligence cases here at Hudgel Solicitors. Thank you for listening to Writing Wrongs. And if you need further information regarding advice on medical negligence complaints, head to our website, hudgelsolicitors.co.uk.